G'day, y'all. Welcome to our next episode of Champagne Cinema, the show where we do what we do best, which is watch films, drink some wine, and then whine about them. My name is Chris, and joining me today is C. So, happy to be back again, again, again. (laughs) And super pumped to talk about our film this week. And I'm also happy to announce, even though it was really stressful to get here, (laughs) we have two microphones. We've only been using one until now. Mm -hmm. And we've upgraded. We have upgraded. For you guys. Yes. For all our followers out there. But the tutorials out there are pretty bare minimum, and it took us a while to figure out how to do this correctly. I think it took us a solid two hours today to figure out how to set up a USB. You think that was two hours? Yes. Oh my god. So if anyone needs tips, hit us up because we know how to do it now. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and it was such an easy thing, but nobody told us. Yeah, the blogs didn't help. Well, I finally found a forum. <laughs> you should post on that forum being like, this was Thank super you. helpful. How much money can I send you? You should thumbs up it and like send it up the forum yes. of forum lists. It helpful. Was lifesaver. <laughs> so in honor of this week's film... I thought that we could share a little story time about some bad driving experiences. Mine, for me, I hate bully drivers. What? Like, what's a bully driver? Like, Like, an aggressive? Like, on people's tails and just, like, driving and just constantly having to just be, like, right up on and so mad and really aggressive and just being a dick. And I used to have an ex a while ago. And... So I don't even remember how, what caused it, but essentially there was this whole road rage thing on one of our really major highways and I'm driving this car and we had a friend with him and he was like egging my boyfriend on to like keep going and, and like, what do you mean keep going? Well, like, they what were was like he... screaming at each other on the highway and it was like getting aggressive and I think, oh yeah, I think the guy was like following us. Wait, your friend was following no, you? No, like this guy. Just this a random, random guy mm-hmm. that like, I guess maybe my boyfriend cut him off or something. Ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. And he was following us and it was really freaking me out. Like he could run us over. We're in Texas. Maybe we're going to get like shot. And they wouldn't listen to me. And it was really traumatizing. And then he was like, pull over, pull over. And my boyfriend started to like go off like he was going to. And I started freaking out and was like screaming at him to like not... Like, it was all about ego. Mm-hmm. Just walk away from the situation. And so that just really pissed me off. And just all the times I was younger and got into a car with somebody I shouldn't have. You should night. 100% not watch a film called Unhinged starring Russell Crowe. It will traumatize you. Because that's essentially the whole film is just a lady cuts off Russell Crowe and then he stalks her and her son, and, like, kills her friend. It's, like, wild. Really good. You won't enjoy it. I enjoyed it. You would not enjoy it. But I think when I moved to Texas, I realized how many terrible drivers there are in Texas. And everyone has, like, a big car. And the rule is, if you have a bigger car, you get right away. And that is wild to me. Also, that's why I also have a big car. But (laughs) Well, it's like, if you're bigger and you want to drive faster then you get to rule the road. It's who's going to win, like, a fight in, like, a duel. Mm-hmm. Who, who's got the bigger car that's going to win this? Well, I mean, and even Austin has had, ever since I've grown up here, Austin has had a bad name for really? being, yeah, like, really 
bad driving or just crazy driving. Like aggressive. Yeah, and I think just very maybe spread. I mean, I'm from here, so I don't really know what about it is really bad. I mean, I know there's situations I don't like, but I just thought it was normal. I don't know. I feel like people are very carefree here. Like, they're not carefree. They just think they're safe in their car. So they do, like, wild stuff where it's relying on everyone else to be aware of what's happening around them. While drivers are like, whatever, they'll move. And that, to me, is terrifying when you're not aware of your surroundings and paying attention to other people. Because, like, maybe... 30% of the people on the roads aren't paying attention to you and do whatever they want. And then you're the one paying attention that has to divert. Like the number of times I've nearly been merged on top of because someone's like, they'll move even though I have right away. I'm the one that's like, I don't want to get hit by you. So like I move away. And I also learned when I first moved here, of course we're in Texas guys, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but people have guns in their cars here probably, (laughs) especially in trucks. So don't honk people. Do not honk a big truck, like a, like a, you know, a Tacoma or a bigger, or those like, you know, those ego cars. Don't Mm -hmm. honk one because they might have a gun on their car. Just don't do it. Just let them do whatever they want because the bigger car, you get more right away. They probably have a gun. You never know who's on the other side because I mean, my scenario, it, he didn't do anything that bad, but he got pissed and wanted to be, wanted to fight us, which was terrifying. And I'm in this car. I'm like, just drop me off. I don't want to be a part of this. You can figure that out in a random parking lot. But thankfully he actually listened to me because I was flipping my shit. Well, I guess that brings us on to, um, the film that we are watching this week, which both of us had not seen which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is number 45 on Empire's Top 100 Films list, which is pretty good. Um, it's 2011 neo-noir thriller Drive. Hence our big story about driving. This movie is called Drive. We thought that was a great you know, twist you and like, link into it. it. Um, so without giving too much of the film away yet, I did have a, some fun trivia that I looked up about this film to kick things off. So... One of the first things I actually read about this was that Hugh Jackman was originally supposed to play this main character. No, I think I they went for the right choice. I think the younger vibe yeah. kind of helped. If it was Hugh Jackman, they would have had to cast probably some like more mature characters. I would say older, just more mature. Like yeah. They wouldn't have cast Carrie Mulligan to be his love interest because she looks like his daughter. I mean, I mean, they probably it would have been a different movie. I mean, obviously the bones would have been the same. I think it would have been very different just because what Ryan can do, I don't think Hugh can do, and vice versa. Like it's just they're different. I think I think Hugh would have been great. I think it would just be a different yeah. type of story. I mean, I, yeah, I just don't think Hugh could do what Ryan did, which. <laughs> Leads us into that Ryan Gosling did a stunt driving car course to do this film. (laughs) Good. He should have. So there were stuntmen, but he actually did some of the stunts himself, which I also was like, a stunt driving car crash course exists. Of course, it's America. The actual movie didn't have too much like crazy, crazy driving. So I could totally see him doing, there wasn't any flipping or crazy moves. I think there's one scene, and we'll talk about it, that I really reacted to, and now I'm like, oh, he probably learned that in his stunt driving course. Makes me even hotter. <laughs> and then also, based on driving, the director has never had his driver's license and has failed the exam eight times. <laughs> How? How does he direct a film about where driving he if he can't even drive? A U.S. license? No, I don't know where he's from, but, I mean, he can't drive anywhere, even if he 
he doesn't have a license. That's super weird. <laughs> like eight times? It's a lot. That is a lot. I wonder if it's the written part. I've heard that can be hard these days. No, it was definitely, the, I'm just going to say it's definitely the driving exam. It says driving exam, so. I just feel like they're not that particular. Anyway, that's just a fun fact. Um, I also think one of the other things, if you've seen this movie Drive, Ryan Gosling doesn't have very many lines in no. it. To be exact, he has 116 lines in the whole film and a total of 891 words. <laughs> He also got paid $1.5 million for this film. So. But I feel like I still know who he is. <laughs> He's a very good actor. Yes. But just for reference, on average, main characters speak between 3,000 and 5,000 words per film. So he was like way below that and making bank for not talking in this film. Yeah, I mean, he did a great job at it. <laughs> I wasn't missing the words. This film builds, it's deliberately paced, strongly performed with a mix of style and substance. I think Driver's film really well and encourage those who haven't seen it yet to watch it before we dive into this episode, as there's going to be tons of spoilers. This is your warning. Okay, so watching Drive, which both of us haven't seen before. Nope. Correct. All right. Um, so plot, which I just, again, I just Google my plots. Driver who is Ryan Gosling. His name is Driver, which might be confusing. Maybe he doesn't have a name. We'll find out. We'll figure that out. Driver is a skilled Hollywood stuntman who moonlights as a getaway driver for criminals. This also sounds very similar to Baby Driver, which came out a couple of years ago. Anyway, though he projects an icy exterior, lately he's been warming up to a pretty neighbor named Irene and her young son. When Irene's husband gets out of jail, he enlists Driver's help in a multi-million dollar heist. The job goes horribly wrong, and Driver... I really don't like that they're calling him Driver. But, yeah, me okay. either. Driver must risk his life to protect Irene and her son from the vengeful masterminds behind the robbery. I feel like I'm going to like it. Yeah, I just thought it was a much more chill vibe. I really don't know what we're getting with like, this. there's, like, a lot of action and people dying. It's going to be great. That's what it sounds like, <laughs> but I didn't think it was that. So it'll be interesting. So it's directed by Nicholas Winding Refern. I don't think I'm saying that correctly. Apologies, Nicholas. Um, and came out in September 2011, so it's 10 years old. Okay. Makes me feel old. Um, it's starring Ryan Gosling and Carrie Mulligan, who I love, but it also has Brian Cranston, Ooh. Christina Hendricks, Ron Perlman from Sons of Anarchy, and Oscar Isaac, who also love him, babe. Um, so I'm actually kind of excited about this. And me too. again, surprised I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I feel like it's always something I've been hearing about and it's been on the list. Now it's finally the time. Yeah. And today we just picked up a bottle of wine. By we, I mean Nick picked us up a bottle of wine. (laughs) So for the plonk, he picked for us, we just said a dry rosé. That was our... Dry rosé. That was what we asked. And it's called La Sanglière. If I'm saying that right, gosh, you never know. But it's from Provence, France. Good. It lo- yeah, that's always a good place to start. And 12.5% alcohol. Also a good place to, place to start. Yep. Okay. What does it smell like? Rosé. <laughs> smells just like a classic rosé. No. Mm, grapes. We do have ice in it today because it was not cold. So yes. Jingles, but cheers. cheers. I'm happy. Honestly, it tastes Good. like rosé from France. It tastes like rosé. I'm no complaints so far. <laughs> yeah. 
So to start, Ryan Gosling's character never actually does get a name in this film, and he will be referenced through this whole episode as Driver because that is his only name mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Um, and, you know, we're watching this film and I really feel like it's split into two parts. It builds the characters in the first kind of half of the film, the first bit, and develops on the relationships between them, especially between Driver and Irene, who is played by Carrie Mulligan. Uh, but to kick things off, I think we really need to take a take a moment for Ryan Gosling. When are we going to see him naked? Yeah, we better see Ryan Gosling naked in this movie <laughs> or I'm putting down the rating. Entertainment factor one. <laughs> I mean, it's Ryan Gosling. Of course, that's what you want. He's, he's hot. hot. <laughs> he's beautiful. He's hot. But in this, he's a different kind of getaway driver. That's kind of how we find out about him. He's a driver that people pretty much hire to be their getaway from doing what robbery or whatever the heck they're mm-hmm. doing. But he does it in such a different way. He's very courteous and careful. He's not just like, get in the car and like, go. He's very smart. The first five minutes of when they jump in, he has to be like, you've only got five minutes of my time, which means he has to be very calculated. And one of the really cool things was the very beginning of the scene, he ends up at a stadium when it gets out. And we're just like, the whole time he's like, stops. And you're like, what is he doing? And then he gets to the stadium, you're like, oh, he was just like buying time, making sure the cops don't find him. And then he shows up and then all these people come out and he can completely hide and plead in sight and he's out of there. He's yeah. just very smart in a different way of doing it, which I really appreciated. He's smart and he's hot. And he's hot. But there's more to him than being smart. Like you said, he's kind of like, he's hot in this film in a different way. Again, let's point out he has... 891 words in this whole film so he's not talking he's not hot for the reasons he is in like crazy stupid love mm-hmm. he's just hot by his broodiness mm-hmm. and like his expressions yes that's a that's a skill yeah he's just very minimalistic which is just enough and to play on his like driving ability again there's this scene in the film where he is parking Is he reverse parking or just parking? I think he's like going, I think he's just parking. He's, but the thing is he's parking into like a spot in like a garage and he's not even looking at where his car's going. He's seeing something's going on. He's paying attention to his surroundings and he's just parking. He's looking to the side of him, just parking and knows where the wall is. Like I literally would crash. You were very impressed. I didn't notice that was what was happening. He's parking, not even looking at the wall. I would have like crashed into that wall. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. He's not even looking at his parking. He's just looking out the side window. Like, uh. It was. I would have been like, schmack. <laughs> I think because we're talking about Ryan Gosling and how hot he is, we need to make a quick note of Irene, again, Carrie Mulligan, who is also in this film. Um, and they have a romance, and there's two people to make a romance, and this, you know, she she needs a shout-out, I guess. Um, she was cast due to her innocent look, um, like Carrie Mulligan's innocent look, and I think that kind of, like, worked out really well for them. She has this, like, short hair, and she's just, mm. I just like her aura. Me too. Or just, like, her vibe. Yeah, and I love that she just does short hair so well. Oh, she does. Just she's- a good person and yeah innocent and you just you just get it yeah and you root for her and you appreciate 
that relationship between the two of them. But I do think she has a really bad picker (laughs) based off her choices. I mean, short term, they're great because both the men that she's involved with are very hot. But long term, they're not great. They're not going to put her and her son in a great scenario. And I feel bad for that. So by picker, you mean she doesn't have great red flag radar for men? Yeah, she clearly, I mean, she did get kind of trapped into the first guy because what she got pregnant. He was manipulative and she was 17. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, we don't know how old, but he was a lot older, it sounded like. But I mean, Driver's not a bad picker, but he, I guess maybe she has a good picker when it comes to Driver. She didn't know. She didn't know. He was a good guy. So the romance and the sexual chemistry builds between them and develops as the movie continues. Oh, he's smiling because she brought her car in. Oh my God. Look at how they're smiling at each other. Vomit. To begin, they walk right past each other in the beginning of the film. Like he's working, walking out of the elevator. She's walking to the elevator and they don't really notice each other. But, you know, I saw her. And then he doesn't quite notice her until they're at the grocery store. And he kind of like stops and turns and looks at her and she needs help with her car and her groceries. And I think that kind of sets the scene for their undeniable chemistry to kind of build and build and that's when the intense stares start when it like they're back at her apartment and she's like, do you want some water? And he's like, sure. And I'm like, how is this so hot when they're like yeah. literally saying nothing to each other? I mean, it works out that they lived in the same apartment. Imagine him being your neighbor. Oh, wow. So I think my dream for you, C, is that the next place you move into that your neighbor is as hot as Ryan Gosling but also obviously understands our relationship and that I'm a priority too. But like, imagine him being your neighbor and just helping with your groceries and helping you with your car. I mean, I will start manifesting that today. I think we, we should all start manifesting yes. that for you. But I just hope I can handle it in a cool way. You know, like hopefully he's a, he isn't a dick. Like I want him with the same vibe. You don't want nice him to talk. <laughs> well, I do want him to carry my groceries and just be there and... But yeah, that'd be great. I'll take it. But yeah, even Shannon. So Shannon was played by Brian Cranston, and he was, you know, kind of his bo- driver's boss slash friend. Mm-hmm. And he even noticed how much chemistry that they had, and he kind of helped bring them together, kind of push them to really get to know each other. And that was by offering driver to take Irene home because her car, she like car issues or something. But everyone can tell what's going on with them, even her husband, Standard, which, what is that name, Standard? I I didn't realize his name was Standard, and then they were like, Standard. I'm like, are you calling him Standard? Because, (laughs) I'm sorry, Oscar Isaac is above Standard. Maybe there's a reason behind why he's called Standard, because he is just a Standard guy, and Driver's just so much better. I don't know. But he comes back, and kind of throws a wrench into it but you could feel the chemistry and every time it was happening we just couldn't handle it because it was so good you're just waiting for like it to pop like them just to throw each other at each other yeah no words but it it was that you didn't need words he's that good she's that good too yes you could tell from her she's a good actress both of them I'm blushing. I, have, I know. He's not even smiling at me. This is adorable. <laughs> Look at the chemistry. On like no words whatsoever. That is acting. 
But yeah, so then we had found out that he's married. She's married. Sorry, did I say he? Yeah. <laughs> I want him to be married to me. <laughs> I've, I've already manifested this. Yes. <laughs> but no, she's married and he's in prison. And that's when things get a bit more complicated. She's married. She is married. That's a ring. She's married, but they're touching hands. But he's in prison. She gets to do what she wants. <laughs> is that the role? What happens when your husband's in prison? Prison stays, stays out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, for us, we thought, do what you want, girl. He's in prison. <laughs> no? I mean, if he's in prison, 100%, you do you. You gotta, you gotta look up after yourself. Yeah, but standard just made everything worse and was just not, not great for that dynamic. Yeah, and I think the turning point of this film is when Driver decides to help Standard so... Standard came out of jail and he owed people money from jail because they mm-hmm. gave him protection. So Standard, like, you know, jail crime law, I guess. Like, yeah. So he owed people money and they were, like, threatening him and Irene and her son. They um, gave her son a bullet. Mm-hmm. And, like, beat up Standard, like, in a parking garage. Yeah, and Driver was, like, finds the big them. threat. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, like... I really want to protect, like, Irene and her son. So Driver was like, I'll help you, Standard. Like, what do you need? And he's like, I got to rob something. And I think it just, like, came in from that where Driver's like, I just want to protect Irene and her son. I want to get him away from this. So, yeah, I'm going to help you, Standard. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get you out of this so that, like, they can be out of this because they were getting threatened. Yeah, he's helping Standard, but really he's doing it to help Irene and the son. 100%. Yeah. But that is when shit got real, and the movie just pumps the accelerator hard. <gasps> Get down. What? Oh, somebody texted her, maybe? Oh. <gasps> they. Oh, oh shit! No, she's fucked. Oh, shit. No! No! <laughs> no! Why do you. S- Motherfucker! <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> That was a lot. She did not last long in this film. Uh, I'm stressed. <laughs> I know why it's R in America now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't trust. <laughs> no, I'm not watching. No. <laughs> Is it going to be like this the rest of the movie? I need to know. His looks like I he's, need to know. He looks like he's mad at a lot of people. I've been he... waiting for this whole time. <laughs> so that did not go as planned. <laughs> so I feel like in this scene, Blanche, who is played by Christina... Chris, Christina Hendricks. Hendricks from Mad Men. We all love her. She gets royally fucked up in this motel in the beginning and... All things go downhill for Driver from that. And I feel like she's in that movie for 10 minutes. And wow. Her fashion was horrible. Yeah. But she was great. But like the whole movie just pivots from this kind of like slow build to this like intense scene where this whole dark side of Driver comes out. And he's literally just fucking up everyone in this hotel room. And there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And see your reaction to this. For me, very iconic because you react to things this way, but it's just like, just sets the tone of how I feel like lots of people come into this film. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't appreciate that level of gore that came. <laughs> it was very quick. I mean, I'm totally fine with gun shooting and this and that and people dying, but... I mean, she got shot, and her brains went everywhere, and I've never seen it done like that, and not going to lie, I've thought about it multiple times since we've watched this, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, I'll never forget. It got really intense. But then after that, the details did get a little foggy, because I was not really looking um, as much, and mad that nobody, Nick, your husband, didn't warn me that that was coming. It's part of the effect. It's like the yeah. level of like knowing, not knowing it's coming. I feel like you, I really enjoyed the fact that I didn't know that no, was coming. No, it was still good. I'm not, I just, wow, it was a lot. But um, all I know is that there was just a complete path of destruction in that hotel room after that first person shot Christina or whatever. What's her real name? Blanche. I don't remember. Blanche. <laughs> And that made it to where Driver had to kill. And he just went wild. And at the end, all I see is just blood everywhere, like you said. And he's gone to the dark side, essentially. Yeah, he goes completely dark. So that leads in to the dark, badass side of Driver. Kind of like the second part of the film. Like it's phase two. When it turns, yes. (laughs) He knows he's a bad guy. But he's trying to be a good guy, but he knows he's a bad guy. That's true. So yeah, he's just, he's so sweet and childlike in that first part. And then this whole other side to him resurfaces, which again is against his choice. It's really just happened to him and he's reacting. But I was just so shocked how calm he was the whole time throughout everything. He just kept very monotone and was just chill and he never really seemed mad but he still like did what he had to do and it was actually mad actions i just want to know where he got his mad murdering skills from like what is his past life what is the origin story of driver do we think ryan gosling was a psychopath or is he a hero one, I think maybe like his dad hit him a lot when he was younger. Oh, daddy issues. <laughs> Is that what he's issues. down to? <laughs> and his mom was like a drug addict and just didn't care. Maybe a prostitute. <laughs> he got his looks from somewhere. Probably got it from his mama. But. Yeah. Yeah. But do I think Ryan Gosling's a psychopath or a hero? I think he's more of a hero because he didn't have a choice, really. I mean, he guess he could have walked away, but he's a good guy. He wanted to save... Irene and her son and it just kept going and he wanted to stop and it couldn't and I really saw kind of a connection of when we watch Goodfellas if you haven't watched that listen to that episode go back and listen but there was a scene in Goodfellas where the main guy goes and like punches another guy or hits him with a gun or something to defend his girlfriend and we were so mad and we're like it's ego and that's not okay but then during this movie we're like yeah oh my god he killed he killed that guy for her and we just saw him so <laughs> much better so i think more of a hero side i think he but he has a psychopath on him yeah i'm like <laughs> i think he has been a psychopath i think he doesn't want to be a psychopath you think he's like done this stuff in the past right 100 how did he know how to do everything like mm-hmm. he like he fucked them up yeah. Which is fine because he's trying to protect someone and himself. But, but in this scenario, he I was think, a hero. I think he's trying to be a better person. He's yeah. trying to change. He wants to be a better person. It's why he's so 
silent and quiet and very, like you said, like childlike and innocent because he doesn't want that beast to like come out. And I think it does. So I don't think he's a psychopath. I think he's just a bit psycho. He needs to go to therapy. He need yeah. That would probably help him out. <laughs> but we need to discuss the kissing scene. Oh, this is my favorite scene. In the scene. elevator? <laughs> what do you mean? <gasps> oh, I love him. Look at that big hand. Look at the slow motion of him moving her. The color change. It's like a, I love you. Oh, <gasps> is this her first kiss? Oh, damn. He's protecting her and telling her how he really feels. That was a good kiss. That I don't is, think we've seen a good that was some kiss. Good chemistry right there. So the lighting was amazing. It kind of softened. All of a sudden, they were in this elevator with this guy, and all he just goes for Irene, and it just was amazing, wasn't it? Like the best. It was probably one of the best film scenes of like a first kiss that I've seen the lighting completely shifted in the The elevator how he moves to her how they embrace each other but I do think the whole time I was like oh fuck something something's gonna happen well we knew the guy in the elevator wasn't good and I don't remember how he knew but he did know we go off this high this amazing kiss and then bam it's just Head stomp. Yeah. I think he maybe he was not oh, for this. Fucked up. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen worse. Oh, that's it's gonna bad. get bad. Oh, oh, that's bad. You're not seeing it. You just know he's smashing his face in. Oh, oh, this is. Oh, <laughs> this is like American History X. <laughs> Are we done yet? We're done. So I think he knew what was going to happen. Driver was like, I'm aware that this guy's in the elevator probably to come at Irene. Uh, This is, I got to kiss her now or else I'm never going to kiss her. He knew things were going to go super dark after this point. And he wanted to have his first and last moment with her. And that's why the kissing scene is so memorable. It's sad because he's like kissing her being like, this is how I feel. But he also knows in the back of his mind I'm about to, like, murder this guy in front of you, so, like, it's okay. I just needed this moment with you. Yeah. And it is really sad. It was either, like, kill this person or get himself killed, and he I mean, knew that what he, he knew what he needed to do, and he knew after that their relationship and the innocence of the relationship would be lost forever. The way she looked at him would be lost forever, and he just needed that moment, and it was such a good moment. And then he, like, pushes her out the elevator, and you just see just, like, on her face how he's she's looking at him and you're just you feel so heartbroken for him yes you're just she is like what who are you yeah but like and she didn't know anything of what was going on no she was unaware she had no idea about any of this that he was helping standard and all that yeah and i think he knew their relationship would me- never be the same after yeah. that moment and i guess she knew it i too. wish i was in that elevator though let me tell you Wait, how would your facial expression be after you stomp a dude's, like, your your neighbor stomps a dude's face in? You probably, she probably knew I he probably was trying to protect her. Would have, I, I, I don't know, I would be, like, screaming the same. in the corner, or, like, completely shocked and just covering my eyes and just hoping I'm not going to die. Which I think also, like, leads us into this iconic symbol of this film, um, which 
it's the scorpion and it's on uh driver's jacket and it's like white I think, satiny jacket yeah and i think it's like it's visible in so many different ways and scenes and i think it's like people know like know that this jacket's from this film yeah we were immediately drawn to it how he looked but we did think the whole time that it was a lobster <laughs> <laughs> He's my lobster. She, she's his lobster. She's his lobster. <laughs> Friends reference if you don't know that. Wine does that. It makes you see things you don't really see or you misinterpret. But it was a scorpion. Um, we realized that afterwards. But the scorpion jacket actually refers to the story of the frog and the scorpion, which in summary, if you don't know it, there was a scorpion who convinced the frog to help him cross a river safely. The frog does it reluctantly, but that's because he's a nice frog. But halfway through the river, the scorpion stings the frog. And this frog's like, why did you do that? And the scorpion said, it's in my nature. And they both drown and die in the middle of the river. <laughs> so in this film, Driver is the frog and the criminals that are like surrounding him are the scorpions. That's why he's always wearing the scorpion jacket because like he's the frog, the scorpions are riding on his back and because the crime world is always around him and like, trying to take him on um and you know the crime world kind of takes themselves down while taking him down at the same time yeah yeah i mean never trust a scorpion which <laughs> i didn't think you would but in the sense of scorpions are criminals i mean yeah once he got dragged in the only way out was for him to beat them at their own game and that was by killing those top two mob mob bosses which were already killing everybody that was involved already. Mm -hmm. And he was really the last one. He but... was trying to protect Irene and yeah. her son the whole time. Yes, but like they were going after everybody that was involved. And then he knew they were going after him, but he knew he had to get ahead of this. Mm -hmm. And he never wanted the money. He just wanted to protect. He wanted out of it, but they wouldn't let him out. So when he finally did, when he, you know pushed that a guy off the cliff in his car and like drowned him in the beach and then oh yeah that was Ron Perlman in the parking lot they both stab each other at the same time but somehow he's able to really stab the other guy more <laughs> the thing he did was he called Irene to let him know like you know you're good you're the best part of my life and pretty much just saying goodbye again mm. which is so sad because you want them to have like okay the bad guys are dead yeah no but go into the sunset again he was just protecting her because People already knew who he was, but they'll never know who she was. And, like, Irene did come looking for him right at the end. She's like, please be there. Please be please there. Please be there. I don't care that there. you smashed a guy's foot. I and love you, you. You protected me with your foot. You are so steamy and hot. He knows if he was around, she'll never be safe. And her son will never be safe. And I just think maybe he is the hero. He was just protect, looking out for her and protecting her. And obviously he knew, like, the chaos was probably within him a little bit too much. It was the right choice, but it was just really sad. Mm -hmm. um, at the end, we do think he might have died because he was stabbed by the other guy, too. Yeah, pretty badly. And we just were very on our edge of our seats, but super relieved that he wasn't. Is he dead? Breathe. <laughs> Blink? No. He seems like he's maybe moving. Anything? Give me something. Maybe he's dead. Oh, wow. oh my god, thank god. <laughs> oh, the acting. Party time. What is it? Oh. That was a lot. That was too long. 
Yeah, that acting was spot on. I was just like, how can you possibly as a human being not move your eyeballs at all? He played dead well. But like to not like, they like just move without you even realizing. So he played it very well. And we, in the end, don't care how many people he murdered. He murdered bad people. He murdered bad people, and he's beautiful, and I love him. <laughs> Good, bad, evil, ugly. Take him any day. Take him all day. Okay, so on to our honorable mentions, all the things that we loved in this film, but really couldn't discuss too much. I think the first one was his toothpick. Oh, his toothpick. I like to be that toothpick. <laughs> I just... I've never been... I've never been so attracted to a toothpick in a mouth before. So, like, Nick sometimes has a toothpick, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then Ryan Gosling does it, and I'm like, like is that why you do it? Because I'm okay with I'm on board now. Toothpick it up, baby. He just makes everything look so good. It's just also his vibe. Like, he just had a great vibe. Pulling off the denim jacket was another <laughs> one, and the gloves it just added to that vibe to where poor Nick, I think, was a little jealous. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't mind. <laughs> I think he was attracted or, to Ryan Gosling, yeah, too. He, maybe he wasn't jealous, or maybe he just was really into it as well. <laughs> so hot. Like, he's killing that denim jacket. <laughs> even, that's cause even a man appreciates Gosling. <laughs> Why, you don't think you kill a denim jacket like that? Not like that. Are you jealous? <laughs> I'd be happy you, with half of that. Are <laughs> you a little bit jealous? I think... One of the things that really stood out to me at the start when they're kind of rolling through the credits at the start is this like hot pink font that they use in this film. And then I found out this hot pink like 80s style font is actually inspired by Risky Business. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. It's a very, um, how do you explain? I mean, y'all probably saw it, but very cursive and short kind of crammed together a little bit and it's not what you expect from a movie called drive too yeah it's and like hot pink yeah i loved it i thought yeah. it was great no it was you did really love it i liked it i just didn't really like stand out to me and then you might start it. writing in that font yeah. like every moment i get i also think the soundtrack and just like the music behind everything was super cool and i just was really into it the whole time and it always fit the vibe and it changed throughout Mm-hmm. based on it and it was always very like accompanying to what was happening i agree with that and then we also have to give shout outs for some you know actors yep that i think were great mm-hmm. we mentioned christina Hendricks is in the movie for like 10 minutes yep. so shout out to her she is like her booty oh goodness <laughs> damn girl and then the other ones are oscar isaac who when this movie came out so it came out 2011 I don't think I would have known who he is. He really, like, stood out for me. And we discussed this in Star Wars when he plays Poe Dameron, like, dreamboat. So, shout out to him. He doesn't play the best character, but damn, he is hot in this film. And then also Ron Perlman, who I think is probably one of the most unattractive actors out there. <laughs> but he's from he's Sons of Anarchy. An interesting face. He's, he's just head. The, it's like the head. It's the head. It's not just the face. It's the head. Maybe it's like his head is too big and then makes everything like. I don't know if it's unattractive. He just looks weird. Yeah. So but I didn't. You knew him from Sons of Anarchy, but I remembered him as now Hellboy. I don't remember Hellboy. I was like, yeah. isn't he like a character or something? Yeah. I know he makes a great Hellboy. Yeah. He's, the, he's a bad guy in Sons of Anarchy, too, and he gets what he deserves in that show. If you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, shout-out to Ron Perlman, obviously. And then Brian, Brian Cranston. Cranston. Love Brian Cranston all the time. 
His name was Shannon, which I, we talked about before, but he was really a father figure to Driver. And he does die, you know, at that point with one of the, you know, mob bosses going after him. Mm-hmm. And we knew, like, once that happened, that would really push Driver over the edge when he died because he was such a good guy and he really had really good intentions with him. He but, was just mixed up in the wrong crowd. But he also got really frustrated with him, with his choices, because he did... What did he do? He kind of, like, ratted out on him a little bit, but not... He told them to. about Irene. Like, they mentioned Irene as a wife to Standard, mm-hmm. and then he's like, why did you mention Irene? Because he was obviously trying to protect yeah. her the whole time. And then we saw... Or you noticed. I noticed. Maybe it was just me, and maybe it was just a wine no, talking. No, I saw it. We had to rewind and watch it, because I'm like, oh my god, does this not remind you of Noah from The Notebook? How he was, like, going to Ali, what do you want? And she's like, I don't know what I want. And he's like, what do you want? And there's so many memes about it, about pizza and stuff. But I was watching this scene and how Ryan Gosling's talking to Brian Cranston and, like, getting mad at him. He, like, channeled Noah and was talking to him, being like, why did you do this? Why did you do this? And I was like, okay, this is flashback. Yeah, so we went full on, like, back to high school. In love with Ryan Gosling another reason, in the notebook. Yeah, another reason to wa- love Ryan Gosling is Noah. Yes, always. This part? They're gonna come for you. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. Noah. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? That, that sample. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And then our last one was the little treat that you made us. Yeah, I made a cheese plate. We hadn't a cheese had a cheese plate, plate before, and mm-hmm. I feel like it really complemented the Grace Abel drinking. <laughs> yes. It definitely did. It was good. It had salami, which you know I love. And you, I think you actually saved the last piece for me, which mm. I really appreciated. I was like, Friendship. Oh, thanks for letting me have my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't go wrong with the sausage, cheese, fruit, veggie, platter with hummus. And Loved it. <laughs> All right, on to our ratings of Drive. First one is script. Chris, what'd you think? I'm going to give it a three because there wasn't a script. Yeah. I mean, as mentioned, he like got paid $1.5 million for less than 900 words. I know it's not all about Ryan Gosling, but I don't think there was much script in it. It really was between the mobsters. So, But it doesn't count against it. No. Also the same, three. Like it not even it's a not a great rating but it doesn't count against the movie as a whole for me yeah agree but yeah script i mean standard yeah (laughs) (laughs) but not that standard uh characters 4.5 yeah i really like the characters i like the character development i liked the arc of kind of ryan gosling knowing that he probably has such an interesting story behind him but he really played it for me. I really liked Irene. I liked Standard, where he wasn't... You think he's supposed to be a bad guy, but, like, he wasn't. He was just desperate. Shannon, kind of similar thing. Not in the right place at the right time. He was trying to do better. They were trying to, like, make driver, race car driver and stuff. And the mobs, like, kind of characters were great, too. I don't know. I really liked them. I thought they were well, well done. Yeah. Um. I think we're on point on here. I think four and a half. I'd almost teeter up to five a little bit, but I'll say four and a half. It's mm-hmm. close. It's <laughs> close. Plot. I'm just going to give it a four. I don't think it was twisty-turny. There was no 
shock moment. I mean, it was a shock moment, but it was like, there was nothing that was like a twist or caught you unexpected. Like, I feel like we knew it was building. Something was going to go down. I'll say 3.5. Yeah, it's a pretty standard plot. <laughs> Again, it didn't, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it was Hashtag just, Oscar Isaac. it followed a normal plot. And yeah, there was no like, oh my God, no, not that person. Or just no shock. I feel like we knew what was going to happen. Like we called Shannon's going to die. Um, we knew the guy in the elevator was going to die. We knew yeah. that at some point Ryan Gosling's character was going to flip. Yeah. So it's a good plot. It just isn't. Yeah, it's just an average plot. Nothing yeah. wrong with it, but nothing extra. Uh, entertainment factor. I'm going to give it a four. I was pretty entertained. The start was a little bit slow, but man, 45 minutes hit and I'm like, I'm in it. I'm so in this film. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Because, I mean, with the romance and the vibe and that entertainment, I mean, that was very entertaining to me. Yeah. And I guess then, that was like, for the, that was for the ladies where like yeah. Nick was like, oh, Super. I kind of got bored at the start and then I was in no, it. No, I was in it. And I feel like we were both in it from the start and then I was really in it when like yeah. shit got brutal. Yeah. And then all the different crazy scenes would happen and that was very wow moments. So yeah, I'd give it a four and a half. I think we're both going to say the same thing. Would you recommend? Yes. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Obviously. I mean, Ryan Gosling, I don't watch all his movies, but every movie I've watched, I've been thoroughly impressed with. Yeah. So this one I hadn't watched, as we said. Surprised I hadn't. Surprised now I've watched it. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it because I've always heard about it and I've always heard how good it's rated and I always wanted to. So I'm really glad we did and I definitely recommend. Yeah, I would... 100% 100% recommend this. Yeah. And then, last but not least, wine vibe. I mean, I was drunk after that half that bottle with you. I mean, I a full ha- bottle, half the bottle. I mean, halfway through drinking our parts, I was bust. Yeah. It hit fast, and it hit good. <laughs> Tastes good. And you were drinking it very fast. Like, normally with, like, a rosé, I'm drinking a lot faster. And I kept looking, and I'm like, did you just chug it? Like, yeah. it was gone. It was very good. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. And we'll link the wine in uh, as well so you guys know exactly what it was. Yes. All right. Thank you all for joining us this week. Leave us a review and comment on any movies you want us to watch and whine about. Don't forget to subscribe and find us on TikTok, linked in the description. Cheers! Cheers.